Jesus, thank you for the sunrise that we get to see and enjoy this morning. Thank you for longer days and warmer temperatures. Um, gives me a lot of uh, excitement, optimism. And so we uh, thank you again for helping us to recalibrate for the day, focus on what's important, keep the main thing the main thing. Lord, help, help me keep the main thing the main thing today. Uh, loving you and loving others. Thank you for Dakota and his leadership. Um, just ask you to bless him this morning and uh, again, speak through him to us, God. We love you. Amen. Dakota Bierman, good morning. Good morning. Um, cool. Yeah. So as I get into this, uh, we'll kind of see how time goes. But if you think of any questions, there might be some time for that when I'm done, Dad, just so you're aware Ready. and thinking as I'm speaking. Um, but yeah. Let me say a real quick prayer as well. Father, thank you for the opportunity to um, share some things that are going on in my life right now. And I ask that it would be a blessing to those who would hear and listen yeah. um, to me this morning. I ask that you would speak through me by your spirit and that you would uh, speak to the hearts, to the minds of my friends on this on this call yeah. in, a, in a perfect, more clear way than I could I could hit. In Jesus name. Amen. Cool. So, so as I was thinking about uh, what to talk about this morning, I had a cool experience. Um, I am a typical dreamer in this way. I never remember my dreams. So how many of you, you know, wait, you know, dream and then you wake up and you're like, oh, I had something interesting, but I don't remember it at all. <laughs> that is like, that is my experience. So when I wake up and I remember a dream, I, I try to pay attention to it. Um, you look throughout the scriptures, lots of dreams, really interesting to think about what the dreams mean, say, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. So I had a dream last night, actually, where I was talking about spiritual warfare and on PSP. And I was wondering uh, what I wanted to, what I should talk about. And so I had that dream and I woke up this morning. I'm like, okay, that's what we're talking about uh, is spiritual warfare, at least a, a small, you know, 10 to 15 minute version of some things that I'm learning and discovering myself. Um, and maybe some of that will be helpful to you guys. Yeah. Maybe there will be some interesting things that you'll learn. That's cool. That's fun. Um, and, and I had a dream about it. So it seems as though God wants to, to speak to this uh this morning so let's see what he has for us first thing i want to do is um i think of this I, I thought of this story if you guys any of you guys remember those numa videos before rob bell kind of went off the uh deep end there but uh he had these really cool videos and really great stories attached with them and i remember the story he told about his um his uh, he was on a hike and he was with his son. His son was like two or three years old and uh, maybe younger. And he's on a hike uh, with his son and he's got one of those, you know, backpack, those baby pack, hiking packs, whatever. I'm, I don't have any children, so I don't know the actual terms, but he's got his, his, his son strapped to him and he's gone, going on a hike and he's, you know, about halfway from his house, you know, you know, a two, three hour hike, whatever with his son. And then it begins to rain, you know, so he's halfway and he begins to rain. And as it's raining, you know, he's, he's kind of hustling back 
to the house and his son is just crying and crying and crying. And um, there's a really cool thing that he learned that he shared in this little video that I'm going to tell you at the end of this little devotional teaching thing. Mm -hmm. But it starts there and it'll end at the end of this. So before I get to the end of that story, what I want to tell you about is um, some of the things that I'm learning. I'm in the midst personally of some going through some spiritual warfare, big changes in my life, vulnerable to the enemy. And I'm learning a lot of things that I wanted to share with you guys. One of the things that I recognize about spiritual warfare is it's like the first, like the most important thing is to admit that it exists. You know, like I think when we think spiritual warfare, it's like, what are you talking about? That's weird. That's kind of out beyond me. I don't understand it. And so the first thing to do is recognize that it exists. If, if we go through life assuming or thinking that spiritual warfare does not exist, then it will always have an impact on your life without you realizing it. You'll hear things in your mind. You'll believe things in your heart that aren't true, that aren't from God. And you'll be so unaware of it because you haven't made that initial like mindset, like it exists. And the, and the way in which I know it exists is because Jesus himself experienced it, right? If you read the scriptures, you'll hear about when he was tempted from, um, from Satan. He experienced it. We definitely experience it. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. But I think one of the biggest weapons Satan has in the realm of spiritual warfare is for us to go through life thinking there's nothing beyond us going on, that that spiritual warfare doesn't exist. You know, like it's like his biggest threat is his invisibility, you know, him being invisible to us makes him makes him a threat to us now the word satan is uh we think of that as his name but it's actually i just learned this a couple days ago but it is actually his title pasatan meaning uh the accuser pasatan and it means the accuser it's more of his title than his name right it's his like job title to accuse to lie um to us and so when you think about how does that work in our lives? A lot of it's mental. A lot of it's in our in our in our minds. Yeah. You hearing things that are accusations um, about who you are, who about who God is. That is where He speaks. That is what that is His role. Like mm-hmm. He's got to do it. That is His job title, uh, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so I experienced this personally, and probably you guys do when you think about past sins past sins where you, you don't feel forgiven. You don't believe you're forgiven because maybe Satan's speaking to those past spin, sins, getting you to doubt your relationship with God, your standing with God. He speaks to things where we're shameful, where we feel guilty, past experiences that happen to us or we traumatic events that like he speaks to those things where we may feel shame or guilt and he tempts us to sin. And again, his goal in all of this is to corrupt, to confuse our relationship with God, to get us to doubt God, to get us to believe things about God that aren't true or about ourselves that aren't true, all in this goal of destroying, corrupting, and ending any sort of intimacy, any sort of tight relationship 
with God that we're meant to have through Jesus. And one thing I heard somebody say that I'll never forget, it's like locked in my mind, is uh, he said, God and Satan play for keeps. God and Satan play for keeps. Like we kind of go through life and a lot of things we do are more trivial. We, you know, we, how we spend our time, like what, like we just make decisions that are just life decisions and life like can be kind of trivial in certain things. But when God and Satan um, think about our lives, it's like they're playing for keeps, mm. you know? So, so the way in which they lie, the way in which they attack or the way, you know, God draws us to himself. It's like, they are both playing for keeps. They want an eternity. They both want us you know, like forever. They play for keeps. And so it's a serious thing when we think about what's happening internally. And um, the scripture, uh, the scripture that, that really speaks to this idea of spiritual warfare is really, for me, it's, well, I think for us, it's, it's in Ephesians chapter six, where um, Paul writes, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Mm-hmm. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly, heaven, heavenly realms. Yeah. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that you, when you take, when the day of evil comes, you may uh, be able to take your stand, be able to stand your ground rather. And after you've done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, the breastplate of righteousness in place and your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take up the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to dig deep into that because we only have five minutes left, but a couple things that really um, I want to hold on to is like, the first thing is that it starts with talking about how the, how our strength comes from his power. Like we actually, need to go to God for power, to rely on him for power to actually uh, stand firm in all of these attacks or these accusations from Satan. So there's an actual, there's actually going to him for what you need to do this. The second thing I think about is, is we actually equip ourselves with these, these things, these truths. Um, We actually put them on, right? Like you, get ready in the morning. What do you do? You put your clothes on, you shave, you shower, you, you, whatever you eat, you, you get ready for the day. How much of our time in the morning is actually dedicated to like getting ready for spiritual warfare, right? Not, maybe not much, maybe none at all. I don't know what it is for you. That's convicting for me when I think about how significant this, this is and how little I do to actually put these things on and prepare myself. The next thing would be to recognize that the enemy is, is the, it's the spiritual forces of evil. Like another tactic of Satan would be to get us to battle ourselves, right? To, to make the battle about human warfare. This is, there's so much division amongst people because I'm certain it's a tactic to get us less concerned about what's most important, which is our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so there can be a battle between people that we have to be aware of. The next thing would be 
says to stand firm. It says it a bunch of times in this passage, right? Stand firm, right? Like, um, how, like so much of the scriptures talk about persevere. Like when you're hearing things, when you're being lied to, when you're under attack, it's like stand firm. That's the goal. And so much of scripture talks about how that perseverance actually leads to really fruitful change in our lives. And then the last thing would be all of these tools that he gives us, truth, righteousness, the gospel, faith, salvation, the spirit, the word of God. We have a lot of things on our side given to us by God in order to take our defense against Satan. And so I would encourage you just to dig deeper into those. I don't have time to do it, but yeah. I would encourage you to to really dig into some of those words for um, an understanding of, of how to equip yourselves with each of those things. That's good. And lastly, the last thing I will do is finish that story. Yes. Which is, yes, which is uh, as, as uh, Rob and his son, right, they're walking back to the house. He's describing this, the rain coming down, right, on his son and on him. And he, Rob, he knows the way home. But his child, who's two, has no idea. All this all the child can experience in in this moment is the rain is the fear is the worry the child doesn't know anything um about what's going on it just is experiencing the pain and the difficulty of being in a storm and a lot of times that's us right when we're in a storm when it's raining when we're going through something tough a lot of times we have no idea how to get home <laughs> it's like we yeah. we just feel like it's never going to end. Yeah. And Rob describes in this story, he describes like, what if, you know, later on in life, his child is remembering this moment, right? The horrible walk home in the rain. And it's like this traumatic event for him. And Rob is, is like working through this with his child for his child. It's like the most traumatic thing ever. But for what Rob described in this story is like for him, it's like a memory he'll never forget because the more the storm came, the more tightly he had to hold his child to himself. Mm. And so it actually created this intimacy for the parent, even when the child was as scared as he was. So for us where there's fear, there's worry, we're in the storm. God uses that a lot of times, again, to draw us near to himself. And I'll finish with this scripture from Deuteronomy chapter 1, verses 31, where it says of God, it says, And in the wilderness, he's, he's talking to Israel, but he says, Where you, you have seen how the Lord your God carried you as a man carries his son all the way that you went until you came to this place. And so I'll just finish with this last thing, which is, spiritual warfare it'll either draw us away from or near to god and it has power to create a really wonderful intimacy with the father and so i'll end it there and i said a bunch of stuff hopefully some of those things connect to your heart yeah. and to your mind yeah today it's really there good go. really good dakota the the uh the, one of the visuals and i'll give i don't know if rufus challenged me on this years ago but i'll give him credit for it if it's if it's a good visual, but somebody, somebody challenged me years ago is like, when was, when was the time in your life, Jerry, that you felt like, like hugged really well, you know, like somebody, you know, I think pre COVID I was a pretty good hugger and uh, you know, that you, you, <laughs> yeah. 
you felt like hugged in a way that was like, gosh, that that was a really that was a really loving hug. And I've got a visual of being I don't know if I was four or five years old and sitting in my mom's lap in a rocking chair. And I can even as I'm speaking uh, this right now, I can feel the hug from my mother. And I'm 54 to put it in perspective. So 50 years ago, I can feel that hug right now. And that's been a good, you know, when I go through storms to try to get that visual that the Lord's hugging me like that is really, is really powerful. So anyway, it's good stuff. Good stuff, Dakota. All right. Pray us out. Pray us into the rest of our Friday weekend. Yes. Yeah. Father, thank you for, uh, thank you for speaking to us this morning. I ask that you would continue to speak to my friends on this call and those who will listen later. Yeah. Um, give them a lot of clarity about where they are experiencing spiritual warfare personally and ask that it would create intimacy as they come to you, as they equip themselves and as they stand firm mm-hmm. um, through the trial, through the difficulty in Jesus name. Amen. Well done, Dakota.